summer. So the first slide is what to worry about in pregnancy when the patient doesn't get better if you're giving them iron. So um, you, you need to think about other things in pregnancy, particularly whether or not there's some dietary abnormality. And those, of course, we're going to look for the usual clues, which are which is macrocytosis, if you're looking for B12, or folate deficiency. Um, if there's like, other things beside the anemia, iron deficiency typically makes your platelet count do what? <coughs> what happens to your platelets when you're iron deficient? They go up because the bone marrow is being stimulated by erythropoietin, which has some cross uh, mechanism with other cell lines. So um, they typically go up. So if you get something like thrombocytopenia or neutropenia, something else is clearly wrong. Usually in my book, it's cancer, but who knows? Um, if, the high, if the white blood cell count is extraordinarily high, or if there's abnormalities in the way the red cells look, or um, if the uh, patient has abnormal-looking white blood cells. So um, just as an example of abnormal-looking white blood cells, we had many uh, years ago a 15-year-old uh, girl who came in with gallstones, which is distinctly unusual. It's not common. So what would you guys ask? 15-year-old girl with gallstones. I mean. What the heck? No special diet. Family history of like lipid disorder. Family history of lipid disorder. Yeah, don't like remember open-ended questions. <laughs> family history. Wow. Period. What's your family history? Yeah, what's your family history? Everybody in the family. Well, half the family members have an anemia, and um, all of them, all the women have had their gallbladders taken out, and it turned out that it was obvious because we used to look at red blood cell smears, that she had hereditary spherocytosis. So you should remember that anemias that run in the family tend to give you two things. One, if there's high red blood cell turnover, you can get gallstones. So if you get gallstones at an abnormal age, you should look for the cause. Could it be a high red blood cell turnover issue? Or could it be something like a drug? Which drug makes children get gallstones? Rosefin makes children get gallstones. And it's being used more often because of its treatment for Lyme disease. So be careful uh, if a child who's been treated repeatedly for Lyme disease with, with Rosefin comes in, make certain that they're, you're not dealing with gallstones. The other big thing to look for for pediatric anemias and during pregnancy is the spleen size. So it's hard to feel the spleen, of course, in pregnant women, but, but when you feel the abdomen, I think we get focused on feeling for the uterus and not the other organs, and that's potentially a, a, a source of error. Okay, so um, why do you give folic acid to women who may become pregnant, including all the women sitting here in the audience should be taking it? Right, neurotube defects, right. Has anybody ever seen a neurotube defect patient? Now, Dr. Bowman and I have, because we, we didn't know that you're supposed to give folic acid to stop it. And you have to give folic acid within the first six weeks of being pregnant. And that's the problem. Before people know they're pregnant, um, unfortunately, the damage may already be done. Um, okay. One of my benigna patients actually became a star hockey player and had a full 
uh, 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 write-up in the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette about a year ago uh, about him playing hockey and how good he was as on, on his uh, on the teams that, of course, have defects in their anatomy. Okay. What is hemoglobin Bart's? We have two patients at BG that have hemoglobin Bart reports in the past year. What is it? So it's, you're looking for, uh, people have um, fetal hemoglobins and they have different changes that make up the fetal hemoglobins. There are four changes that make up the hemoglobin. And of course, if you in inherit a defect in a gene to make alpha hemoglobin, you get alpha thalassemia, and that's what hemoglobin parts is. It's a marker for alpha thalassemia. So you, if you get this back, you should worry that, that there's something that runs in the family. Patients who come from the Mideast or patients who are from the Far East may actually have a higher incidence of alpha thalassemia. In Pittsburgh, we see a lot of Italians that have this kind of problem. So um, alpha thalassemia can be a severe disease. It gives fetohydrops when all four of the change are, chains are abnormal, but if one of them is abnormal, the patient is just a carrier, and they may, of course, therefore have children who have this problem. So you should look for it in the family. So um, it comes in these five different kinds. There may, it may be normal, in which case you don't have any hemoglobin parts. It may be uh, one alpha chain is abnormal. That's, that'll give you one to 2% hemoglobin parts reports on the newborn form. Um, if you get to four, usually the patient has not survived without an injury uterine transfusion. So uh, the ones we saw at the health center were, I believe both of them were ones. So uh, I'm, I'm not sure that we have a real problem there other than the fact that we recognize the character. Okay. So how, how did you determine, did you have to do uh, a uh, they, they, electrophoresis? Yeah, they, they look for it that in the newborn screen. You get it back. Right, I know. It says hemoglobin parts. Right. You, you what's, the what's I, the I, You know, I'm sorry, Rich, I don't know. I mean, uh, we get the information after. Yeah, I don't know how they do it. There must be something besides hemoglobin electrophoresis because you do it with a dot. Yeah. But, I mean, do we need to order that later? Are we going to follow them along? What's, what's, what's ah, the so we good. So anticipating the question, I said, what should you check? Right. Right? Okay, so what should you check? What would you do? Yes. I saw one of these patients in clinic the other day. Yeah. And the resident before me had written up that we were supposed to check the CBC at six months. Okay, good. So you do two things. One is at the on the physical exam, because the bone marrow is producing abnormal cells, what happens on the physical exam? What happens to the child? They look pale, number one. What else? You try to make, make red blood cells somewhere else. Where else do you try to make them? Say it out loud. In the spleen, right. So the spleen gets to be big, and that's usually by three months. So you should be feeling for the spleen, and if you feel splenomegaly, you probably need a pediatric hematologist to help you out. And you are right. At some point later, you need to check the CBC and see whether or not there's any real anemia, and that's usually done actually around nine months, although six months would not be a bad, a bad time to do that. Yeah. yeah. So the two things are check for spleen at two to three months and check the CBC at around nine months. And if those are abnormal, you need help to, to do it. I'm not sure that I would send off a hemoglobin electrophoresis, Richard. Okay. Don't know. So okay. if the CBC comes back normal at nine months, we're 
It's a normal nine months, they're a carrier. They're a carrier right. and no big deal. No big deal. It's unless they have children and they marry somebody who was also a carrier. In my age, that's going to be somebody else's problem. Well, you have children already, so you don't have to worry about it. <laughs> okay. Um, the next thing is the case I gave to you, all right? Four-year-old boy injured his left wrist in a fall. The child has been complaining about abdominal pain over the past few months and has been eating ice chips. Examination is negative except for slight pallor of the fingernails. They, um, or did I put, what did I put in your write-up? I, I think I put conjunctivity. Yeah. Yes. By the way, you cannot say the conjunctivity are normal. You need conjunctiva are normal. It's not the plural, it's conjunctivity with an E on the end of it. Okay? Like sclery and sclera. One, it's hard for one thing to be our normal. Uh, anyway. Okay, a CBC is obtained and a radiograph is obtained. What's the diagnosis? Lead poisoning. Of course, lead poisoning. What do you see that makes you say that? The lead line in the bones and a stippled red blood cell, right? So this is clearly lead poisoning. Do we see it in Pittsburgh? I don't know. We're, we're seeing high lead levels on some of the kids, um, and everybody knows that there's worry about water, the water system. So um, you should be doing lead testing around nine months to make sure that because that's when kids start eating crap. That. Um, <laughs> that they don't have, there isn't any lead poisoning in the, in the water. Hopefully before then, um, people are being breastfed and there's not, not as likely to be, uh, get contamination with lead. What else would you worry about in terms of this, the history of eating ice or clay is pica. Some people actually eat laundry detergent. I don't know why they would do that, but that's what they do. Um, what else would you worry about? What other system would you check? Lead poisoning in a child. Brain swells, you wanna look in the eyes, okay? Check for headaches, see if the child's been, been acting normally or not. That, that's the thing that's really scary and the thing that ends up killing these kids is um, brain swelling. Okay, uh, what, what's next on the list there? 15 year old girl. Yeah, 15-year-old girl developed URI symptoms. Uh, she recently had a cough, uh, or she's uh, developed a cough and has been feeling fatigue. Um, you noted that she has a low-grade temperature, rhinorrhea, and bilateral low, low brows are clear with, with coughing, and her nails are the ones that are pale. So uh, what would you worry about and what would you do? We, we, by the way, we had two of these patients in the hospital um, Two reports came back, one on Monday, one on Tuesday, positive for this problem in the hospital. What would you worry about? So she's pale, so she you're worried about anemia. So what's the anemia due to? Could be iron, you never know, 15. You want to check when she started having her periods and how heavy they are, or uh, could be aplastic anemia, that would be terrible. The, the, the cause of aplastic anemia, we think most cases are due either to drugs or virus. Which virus? Parvovirus B19, right. So, um, okay, what else would you check for? 
Mycoplasma, that's exactly right. You're not speaking. <laughs> you got the right answer, but you're not talking loud enough. Anyway, yeah, so mycoplasma pneumonia, what is the problem? Yes, cold antibodies are the problem. And we talked about this a little bit last week. If you actually take a purple top tube and put it in ice, you can see the red blood cells congeal at the bedside and make a diagnosis right then. So um, you might consider whether or not the patient has mycoplasma pneumonia, which we, can, we now get the positive result back by doing an RVP. That's the only way I know to do it quickly, although the RVP is quite expensive. So sometimes you have to, to um, make a decision uh, based on the clinical presentation and the risk factors. And in this case, I probably would say it's okay if you wanted to treat the patient with azithromycin or doxycycline or something like that. Um, to get rid of the antibodies, basically you can do plasmapheresis or try giving the patient um, something like steroids, but most often, what you want to do is just wait it out and keep them warm, and you may need to transfuse them, although hopefully not uh, commonly. Okay, the last case I think on there is, can I see that again? Yeah. Yeah, a four-year-old boy with intermittent cranking abdominal pain. His mother's noted uh, maroon-colored stools on at least five occasions. Examination normal, except he is quite pale, and his stool goyak, note this correct spelling of goyak, is positive. The, the hematocrit is found to be 20%. What tests might you order to investigate this problem? How many mLs of packed red blood cells would you transfuse to get his hematocrit up to 30? What, what, so, um, yeah, the next slide lists problems for positive bleeding in infancy. So, um, there are a lot of problems here. The things that, that uh, come to mind are things like intussusception and, uh, with this history of recurrent uh, problems. In susception, the way you feel for intussusception is turn the baby or child uh, so uh, they're in the prone position, put your hands here, and see if you feel a hot dog going across the upper abdomen. Um, you can't feel it with the child on the back. You cannot. It just won't be there. You're, because it's retro, it's in the retro part of the abdominal cavity. So you need to turn them over and have the thing fall down to your fingers. Okay? Um, these days, of course, we do everything with scans and CT scans. So this is what we'll show you. Um, in preschool, as a bleed, usual subject, uh, subjects are uh, infections that cause uh, bleeding in the stool. And polyps, uh, in some kids, if you note polyps elsewhere in the body, there may be one in the uh, abdominal cavity. But don't forget inflammatory bowel disease can hit children at any age. And um, here is an x-ray uh, from one child, so you can see that there's air in the upper part of the abdomen. Clearly, there's air there. Um, but there's not much down here, so you would think there's a block. And when you did a CT scan, what you see is um, something that looks distinctly abnormal here. There's a wall, and then a thickness, and then another, uh, some air inside here. And what do you think this is? It's in a susception, and that's what it looks like. Okay? Um, in a susception, the uh, pain can be colicky, and there may be fever, and of course, you get current jelly stools uh, with it. 90% uh, neuropathic, but some of them have a lead point problem, like the Mechelstyreticulum. What vaccine do you give that has been associated with intussusception? Uh, 
rotavirus, yeah. And the reason for that is likely that uh, rotavirus itself inflames virus patches, which are at the terminal ileum, and the vaccine may also inflame virus patches. So that's probably the lead point. The, you get those lymphadenopathy uh, increases in the distal ileum, and it acts as a lead point for the peristaltic wave, and you can't go through that area, and you get diminished inception. It's about one in a million doses for rotavirus currently. And usually people get over here is a mechal scan. This is a positive scan, and this is what was found. I, I, this is these are the, the data from Meckles. I, two percent of the population supposedly has Meckles. I've I've never really I've seen one case in the army, but that was 40 years ago. Has anybody else seen a Meckles? Two percent of the population. How the heck? I mean, I don't know where that comes from. Autopsy reports, I guess. Uh, about half of them have. Uh, Gastric mucosa inside and, and half, and they bleed sometimes. So, um, okay, transfusion. How many, uh, I'll give you guys two minutes to figure this out. How many cc's of Pactor blood cells would you transfuse to fix this somatically? You can talk to each other, whatever you want to do. So I see Anna doing the usual thing, which is looking on her cell phone for some formula, which is probably the easiest thing to do. This is for the four-year-old? Pardon me? This is for the four-year-old. This is a four-year-old. Two units of packed red blood cells would not be a good idea.
five minutes before coming in here, I had to redo all these cases. So it may be a little bit. But put 20, put that the child weighs 20 kilograms on there. Okay, so any questions about anemia in pediatrics or anemia during things like pregnancy? They're, they're just as a one last point is that the older people get, uh, there's been some recent debate about whether we should change what's normal hematocrits for people over the age of 65. That because there's a steady drop in, it, in uh, blood counts as people age. It would save a lot of follow-up labs. Yeah, it would save a lot of, a lot of crap. Um, yeah. but, um, but, but remember that the bone marrow struggles as you get to be older, so you get things like myelodysplasia or fibrosis in the marrow or things like that. So, and always keep uh, invasive cancer on the back of your head when you have somebody with anemia and you can't figure out what's going on. Yes, Alice. Yeah, so milk drinking is associated with iron deficiency anemia, actually. Um, yeah. Oh, I forgot one other case. Um, did I? Did we do? Is the family on there? Yeah. With the goats? Okay. What's the answer to that? If family buys goats. They start drinking goat milk. What's the What's the problem? It's the goat milk. It's the goat milk. What's wrong with it? No. There's no folic acid in goat milk. So they should all have they should all have a CBC and you see a macrocytosis and and make sure they're getting enough folic acid either through a vitamin pill or um, uh, uh, proper foods in addition that have high folic acid. In them. We talked about that last week. There is uh, folic acid in cow's milk. There's folic acid in cow's milk, right? But not goat's milk. Don't know why. How did you learn that? What? Because I've had patients who come in. You have patients. Who, so this is this is the, the answer to these questions is always the same. I'm I've been doing this 41 years, so I've, all of these problems are real cases. These are not made up. So. So yeah. a lot of people now are giving their kids instead of transitioning to cow's milk um, at age one, they're doing like almond milk or oat milk. Is there something we should worry about in that? I think oat milk maybe is. Yeah, I would. I, I don't know. I don't know about those problems, but um, I would. I would. Yeah. There's an AFP article about nutrition for toddlers, and they absolutely will not drink cow's milk because it's closest alternative is soy milk. But the other ones do not have that or protein. Like I don't have enough calcium. So you're saying it's the parents have to be nuts to feed the child almond milk? Uh, uh, Okay. Thanks, everybody. Thanks. 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 Thanks.